Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will allow you to become that confident leader and take your business and your life to the next level. Today, I am so excited to have Carl Richards on my show. And let me tell you about Carl. So he has spent more than 25 years behind the microphone on radio and on stage, entertaining and influencing audiences worldwide. He's a 3X best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and MC podcast host and a founder and CEO of Carl Speaks and Podcast Solutions. Whoa, Podcast Solutions Made Simple, which in a few minutes, you're going to hear that quite a lot. So Carl has helped coaching, uh, consulting, and he's a subject matter expert because he has the authority that is needed to launch world-class podcast. Who doesn't want that? Everybody does. He lives with his spouse in, oh, you're going to have to help me with this. Ganoku? Ganoku? We'll go with that. That's close. <laughs> That's close. Ganoku. It's an Indian. Ganoku. It's an Indian. It's actually, it is indigenous and it means mm-hmm. where two rivers meet because it's the oh. St. Lawrence River and the Gananoque River. And it's Gananoque. a beautiful place, Vicki, you're going to have to come visit sometime. I'll I do. I love <laughs> Canada, definitely. So you enjoy camping and boating in the 1000 Islands. Yes, I do. 1000 Islands. I do. So uh, we chose seven reasons you need a podcast. I think this is what everybody should do. To me, podcasting is the best. So please (laughs) join me in welcoming Carl Richards so we can learn what are those seven reasons that we need a podcast. Carl, welcome. Vicki, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for uh, having me on and congratulations on almost successfully getting through the pronunciation of Gananoque. That's Gananoque, you know, I'm... I'm going to have to, you know, just put it on my bulletin board here and say it 12 times every day. I'll tell you right now, I'm 65 in a week. I'm not going to remember what that was. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But I do want to visit it because I love camping. I love boating and I love Canada. So just come here. Yeah. Just book a uh, speaking gig there and bring me on. There you go. (laughs) We'll, we'll, we'll do that. There's a, there's a few great places you could do that. And not too far from Kingston or our nation's capital, Ottawa, mm-hmm. where there are always great places where you can go and speak. And if there aren't, we'll just create one. Yeah, Vicky. we should. We should See? Canada. I love my friends in Canada. Mm-hmm. All right. So we gave away the first easy question I asked. So I, I, 
I don't know if I have any other easy questions before we get in the meat of this. Have you always lived in Yananakwe? No, I haven't. <laughs> but congratulations on the pronunciation again. No, I'm actually born and raised in a, a, a city called Hamilton, Ontario. So just oh, outside yes. of Toronto. Yeah, I know. I know. Steel City. Because <laughs> oh, no, it's from, you know, a lot of factories and stuff. So I'm from Pittsburgh. Original oh, Steel so you city. know then. <laughs> uh, original Steel City. Although whenever I moved away, um, we went through the Renaissance, all the steel mills, except for one closed down and now it's just beautiful blue skies no more gray right we could do a right. whole podcast on uh, living in the we, steel cities living in the steel cities and mm -hmm. that would be fun but no mm -hmm. hamilton hamilton was the place where it uh the the, the scene of the crime i guess you could say <laughs> where i was born and uh went to school there and studied radio broadcasting there and yeah uh, but gananoque is where i've spent the last 12 years i think math mm -hmm. is hard Time just flies too. So, but it's it's been a great journey. So I'm I'm so blessed to be here. It's a great spot as well, uh, in the Thousand Islands. Very good. So, why should a business owner need or want a podcast? Because I said so. If for I no know, other reason, that's it. it's, it's like it's like asking a business coach, "Do I really need to do this?" Yes, you do yes. because I said to do that. Uh, here's one of the reasons why I believe that that a business owner really needs to look at podcasting. When we, you know, if you go back a few years, Vicky, how you would get the word out if you were a subject matter expert was, let's go back 20, 25, 30 years ago. You would write a book, right? Yeah. Then you would take that book on tour. Not as a companion, but as a as a thing that you here's would a book, promote. Here's a book. Here's a book. <laughs> yeah, you would you would promote it. You would sell it. So you would get on stages. But then you would also, while you're promoting that book, you might be lucky enough as you're doing that book tour, you might be lucky enough to get on some television shows or maybe some radio, you know, some radio interviews as well. That hasn't been fully replaced by the podcast, but when you want to be seen as the go-to expert in 2023, which is the recording of this of, of this particular interview, that's what you would do today. Yeah. 30 years ago, it's write a book, go on tour, promote the heck out of that book, get on stages, and that's how you would be seen as the go-to expert. Here's the thing in the modern world. We're not looking, well, we, and live stages still exist, but we're looking for people online. We're looking for that proof, that social proof, that professional yeah. proof online. That's why your yellow pages don't exist. Or if they do, guess what? They're online. Nobody's the big, watching. Big phone book, it's now the size of a, I don't know, a leaflet now. If there if there even is one, people are looking for that sub that's that subject matter experting in the online space. And if you're not there, there's a good chance your clients won't find you. That's why most business owners, if they're smart, probably by this point have a website. Why? Because we've learned in the last 5, 10, 15 years, mm -hmm. if you really want to be in business or be seen in that space, you need a website. Yeah. Did we need websites 20 years ago? Not as much as we do today. And a lot of businesses didn't even have websites then. So I believe that websites or podcasts rather are where websites were 20, 23, 24 years ago. Still new, still in their infancy stages. But by the time 15, 20, 30 years rolled around is rolling around. Now we're looking at it as a, okay, yes, I definitely need to look at this. So that's yeah, why a sure. business owner needs that podcast. It's that social proof. It's that expertise. If you want to level up and I don't know of too many business owners that don't 
want to level up, that don't <laughs> want to bring more revenue into their business, into their company. They don't say, you know what? I made uh, I made six figures this year. I'm at 150,000. I'm happy. Mm. Some do, I'm sure. But if you really want to grow your business and leave that legacy behind, that's where a podcast is going to help yeah, you. For sure. And the reason I loved and started doing it is because you know, as a business owner and entrepreneur, we go through networking. And so mm -hmm. I did my stint in um, prior to COVID where I was going around to in-person where yep. I would get, I would be blessed with five minutes to say what I did and exchange a bunch of cards. <laughs> yeah, And so right. with a podcast, I get to have this rich conversation for 30 minutes or so with people to be able for me to vet whether or not I want to collaborate with you, but also to share with my audience to say, oh, I, I get that person. I want to know more. It's just a wonderful way. And I love the vodcast, as I call it, the video, because you can see sincerity, authenticity in the person's eyes. Whereas in radios, you know, sometimes maybe you didn't really, if you had a smooth talking kind of person, you didn't yeah, really get that. Yeah. It certainly, it certainly is uh, is true that way. And that's not where podcasting started, though. Podcasting started out as audio only. Yeah, it did. And you and I met through uh, through a, a a group called Podmatch, which is a great great place. And we just yeah, there's a plug for you, Alex. Yet another one. Yeah, Every time on one, one of these shows, you're you're getting a plug. But mm. but he actually uh, spoke recently to one of the early adopters of podcasting, who said who basically explained where that all came from. And it's since been adopted into video form, which is great. And it's a you know an amazing opportunity for people, whether it be video or whether it be audio, it's still a viable platform. So mm -hmm. if the visual is important for you for that social proof, wonderful. If you're too busy or you're dry. Driving, don't take your eyes off the road. <laughs> it's better to listen and and but you're still yeah. you'll still get that information and that that portability and more than five minutes, Vicky, as you mentioned, I've been through many networking meetings mm. as well, like that, where you're lucky if you get five minutes. You know, yeah, sometimes, sometimes you don't get two. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. And and the thing too is as you're reading um uh, the book, if you will, or maybe just listening to someone give a presentation mm -hmm. questions will come up and that's where sure. I, I love in the interview where i have my set of questions i'll ask but organically other things come to mind that the audience may also be thinking too and i ask that question and now it takes it to a different direction and i think i just think it's a, a richer way to really engage with the guests that i have very organic, very natural, and a very, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I actually don't always go in with formatted questions anymore. I used to. And then I realized that, wait a minute, that's not, that's not an organic conversation. You don't write down a list of questions when you're going to meet a friend over coffee and say, <laughs> I have seven questions I want to ask you. No, you have a conversation with them. And yes, you might have some questions in mind, like, how's your mother doing? I, I, I you know, I heard she was sick. How's she mm -hmm. feeling? Like you might, that might come up, but you don't go in with those seven questions and say, I have seven questions I want to ask you first. How's your mother? Great. Mm -hmm. How's work? You know, you don't, you just don't, Yeah. you know, it's an organic, it's an ever flowing conversation. And, and for, for me, the questions are a lot of times, I guess may have an agenda 
or something that they really want to make sure the audience hears. And I, and I want to respect that. But as I said, uh, I touch on that question and then I'll just go (laughs) where that, where it takes me because I, I, you know, I'm a curious person. And uh, so whenever you, we talk about podcasting and, and this form of, I say networking and, really learning to know, like, and trust the people, mm-hmm. we have to think, are they truly sharing what their brand is? How can you, you dispel any myths about branding and and the importance of really being seen and heard? Because people don't buy products or service, they buy you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and if this is a great time to talk about this, there are the, the the five myths or five reasons why people don't jump into the podcasting space uh is it's is that a great time to share yeah to go share ahead. That? Yeah, yeah because yeah. okay it's... yeah okay because this because that really is podcasting has been around for a while but it's still very much the wild west when you think about it it's almost <laughs> the the undiscovered country i'm a trekkie that's one of my favorite trek movies but but it's very much the undiscovered world in some ways because even though it's been around that long it's been slow for people to come into this space and as people come into this space mm. some people don't stay around very long i don't want to have a deep discussion about what pod fade is or even well, I maybe first I should have heard it, of that. But, but heard of that? What's what's that all about? But but there there are five basic reasons that I've come up with, and they're not all my ideas, by the way. I you know there's no new original ideas here. They're just things that I've I've along my journey have discovered that five reasons why people don't come into this space and embrace it maybe the way they should. And the first myth is the money myth, and that's the how much money is this going to cost me? And sometimes it's not knowing the return you're going to get on your investment. Because when people come into podcasting, they automatically think, oh, I have a podcast, therefore it's going to make me money. And that's the wrong thinking. That's the wrong way to approach it. It should be not how is the podcast going to make money? It's how is the, the information or the content that I share going to drive people to my website. In other words, how am I going to influence people to go to my website to then tap into my products and services, even my free products, because those can lead to services and products down the line. So it's not how much is this going to cost or, oh, it's too expensive. Sometimes that happens too. It's what's the value, but more what's the value of what I'm going to give to my audience to be seen as that expert. So that's the first myth. The second myth is the content myth. It's the, what am I going to talk about? I don't have any content. And we 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 know, Vicky, we've been around the block long enough for enough times to know that's not true. Everyone has content. It's the, the blogs you've written, the articles you've been featured in, the books, the courses you've delivered, the webinars, the Facebook and LinkedIn lives that you've done. That's all content. So it's not about the content that you're you're going to create. It's the content that you now have to curate for a podcast because it is slightly different than the other con or uh, than, than how you create your other content. But you need to look at that and say, I have content. I just need to structure it maybe slightly differently. The third myth is the competition myth. You know, we, we look at podcasting sometimes and say, there's too many out there already And really, why would people listen to me? 
the real the reality is for every approximately 400 blogs for all the bloggers that are out there for every 400 blogs roughly there's one podcast so that's why in a lot of ways it's still the wild west but not only that think of all the millions if not billions of websites that are out there does that stop us from having a website going you know there are too many websites out there vicky i don't want a website no 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 no. you you see the need you find a way to navigate through that noise so you can be seen as the expert in that space so there is competition but when you see it as a, see it as an opportunity as opposed to competition that's where the magic happens the fourth myth is the tech myth and that's the this sounds very really technical and complicated i don't think it's for me and let me share with you that's why i don't fix my own car because it's too technical and complicated not only that but vicky if i were to start fixing the car if i lifted the hood of the car and say hmm, i wonder what needs fixing my spouse would run outside and say what are you doing it's a tesla you don't need to fix it uh but on top of that it's just, it's not in my wheelhouse that's why you hire the expert. That's why you don't perform your own medical procedures, typically. That's why you don't do your own dentistry. That's why that's why you have experts to do things for you. So if something is complicated, you always ask the expert, right? You don't just try and muddle through it yourself or go, it's too complicated. I don't want to do it. And the fifth myth is, <laughs> I love this one. It's the time myth. And we talked about this very briefly just before we started, because there's that preconceived notion of how long a podcast should be. And it's based on what other podcasters have done already. And it's also based on what we think of in terms of television programming or, or radio and how long some of those shows are. We kind of base our, our ideas about that with that in mind. The honest truth is that there are podcasts out there that are two minutes long. There are podcasts out there that are two hours long. The question is, how long can your audience engage you? But moreover, when it comes to time, because a lot of people get bogged down with the time as, as in how much time do I need to spend on this? It's how valuable is your time? And is this something that you can then unload to somebody else to do for you so you can then focus on your business? So those are the five myths, and those are the things that really can slow people down or stop them in their tracks from starting a podcast. And it's not hard to get past them once you know that there is someone there that can help you do that. Very good. <laughs> Excellent. So real quick, just go to just the five things right in a row. Okay. One. In a row. Here we go. Money. So the money myth the content myth, the competition myth, the tech myth, and the time myth. There you go. There's your five. There you go. So I agree with this next piece. You say that a podcast is a speaking opportunity. And so share a little bit about that, and then I'll give you my two cents. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. When I first got into podcasting, I didn't see it as a speaking opportunity. I saw it as an extension of my of my brand, and I saw it as a way to take my content and put it into a different format, right? I was doing a lot of Facebook Lives at the time, and I'm like, you know what? It only makes sense to put these into a place where people are. And, it, and podcasting was, and again, it wasn't a new medium back in 2017, 2018, uh, but it was still 
still kind of up and coming, right? Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. As I started to do more of them, I realized that every time I was cracking open the microphone and recording an interview or even doing a solo show, guess what? I was speaking. And I'm a member of a speaking organization in Canada, and it's surprising the number of people in this organization that don't have podcasts that are still road warriors Mm -hmm. and think that that is the greatest way to get in front of your audience. It's still a viable way. I'm not, I, I still get on physical stages. Vicky, I'm, sh- I'm sure you still get on physical stages as well and love it. But let me tell you something. If I could say to you that you can get on 52 stages every single year, you don't have to leave your house. You don't have to fight airports or delayed flights or hotel beds that are lumpy and pillows that you, you, you know, you don't have to do any of that. All you have mm. to do is turn open your microphone by yourself or have a guest that you can have a conversation with and that counts as a speaking opportunity and that can lead to clients and by the way you're speaking in front of your ideal audience every single time because you've set up your show that way would you do it absolutely and so many people don't that's the part that really gets under my skin, but there's hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that's why I see it as a speaking opportunity because every time you are on microphone, every time you're recording an episode, it's a speaking opportunity because you're in front of your audience. And that's why a lot of business owners do it because they see it as an extension of their brand, just like speaking and networking and having that book. I once had a, 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 a colleague share share with me that he saw a book as an extension of his business card yeah it's very similar in that way that this is an extension of your brand and it's a quick maybe not quick rather it's a path to clients your ideal clients every single time you speak yeah for me i do anywhere from four to ten podcasts a week i if I was traveling, speaking, even if I stayed local, mm-hmm. I mean, the gas miles, the, the wear and tear, the the driving time that I've been wasting, <laughs> I wouldn't. And then, but my audience is around the world. Yeah. You know, it just is to me such a great way, not only to have the opportunity to speak, but to extend my network and to practice my craft. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And what better way to practice it than, and here's the other thing, we're recording this. This will be edited, I'm sure, cleaned up a little bit before it goes live. You're doing awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. I think I maybe made a couple of mistakes, but anyways, it'll be cleaned up a little bit. When you're live on stage, guess what? If something goes wrong, you're still live on stage. That's not to say Mm. that live stages still aren't, you know, fun to be on and a great opportunity. But you can engage in so many different ways. And like you said, Vicki, you can travel the globe. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing an audio podcast, not even have to get out of your pajamas. But if you are doing a video podcast, I would recommend getting out of your pajamas. But seriously, <laughs> you don't have to leave your house. You can. You, you can have a studio set up right in your house. You don't even need a studio. You just need a comfortable area that you can record in. It could be a quiet area. And you're still engaging. Yeah. Your audience. Yeah, for sure. 
So time is flying by. Um, let's just move on to the rapid fire. I have yep. two, I think we can get through. So what do you wish sure. you knew you started 25 years ago doing radio and things that first day you started way back. I know got to remember, what do you wish you knew? I wish I knew what the actual industry was like, and I wouldn't have gotten into it. <laughs> I, I love the broadcast industry. Don't get me wrong. It's been through one heck of a, a it's been through the ringer multiple times this last pandemic has really put it through a, an even greater ringer where you know 70 percent of the revenue is down and there's so many jobs being lost and if you had told me you know that first day or even on the bus as i was going to that job it was a 28-hour bus ride not every day but a 28-hour bus ride to that new community i didn't live in to get that job I would have said, you know what, there's another way to do this. And I don't know what it would have been. It might've been a, totally would have been a different career altogether, I think. Mm. But I certainly think now that I can look at it from the outside and look into it, I can go, you know what? I had fun there and I loved it, but there's a whole world outside of it that is just waiting to be explored. And I wish I had explored it more. Mm while I was in it. So maybe I wouldn't have stayed in it so long as great as it's been. Um, I think I would have gotten out of it quicker if I yeah, wasn't so driven to be successful in it. <laughs> I was I just going to say, say it, it, you know, we get comfortable. We love that we paycheck. Do. And, uh, you know, I, a, I can say the same thing for my last career. It's a, it's a paycheck, but it's also that, you know, you think that, you know what, it'll be this next city that'll lead me to this next great opportunity that'll lead me to then that big time opportunity that I, you, that you've just been waiting for. And that just doesn't happen the same way it did 30, 40 years ago in its heyday, because it's a so change, it's a change landscape. Yeah. And technology. conventional media technology is really putting it, you know, where there's new information out there that says that the, the the um, on-demand world, so podcasting, has surpassed the streaming world, radio. Mm -hmm. wow. And that doesn't make for a pleasant journey if you're still in the industry. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I truly do love uh, doing this. So my next question is, though, what's, in, what's next for you? Oh, my goodness. What's next for me? Clearly not radio based on what I just shared no. with you. No. <laughs> uh global domination but no seriously <laughs> oh, i love it <laughs> but what else is there um come with me on the journey vicky come on the path to global domination but no i think yeah. that i think the next <laughs> thing for me is you know this this podcasting world i think it's just getting started yeah. so i think what's next for me is being one of the catalysts that is on the right side of change yeah if that makes sense i'll be right and there with you sir Yes, sir. There are so many great people there. You're one of them. We mentioned Alex mm -hmm. yeah. uh, earlier. He's on the right <laughs> side of it. May as well give him his full name. Uh, you know, but it's it's such a great space. And I think as more great people come into this space, yeah, it's just going to just become this amazing community, not just people who are out there just for the sake of having a podcast. It's yeah. people who are dedicated driven and determined to make this a, a fantastic not just community for ourselves but community as a whole yeah 
So that's what I think is next. Yeah. Whenever I'm interviewed, I always say that I don't think of myself as an influencer. I think of myself as a connector. That's why I started mm. this because, you know, I had a few people that helped me along the way, but whenever you get into being on an entrepreneur, sometimes you do feel like you're on an island and it's yeah. so great to be able to just spend 30 minutes with somebody that might help you maybe uh, see that there is a community out here for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100 percent and speaking of islands by the way uh you're welcome to the thousand islands anytime let me know when you're coming we'll roll out the red carpet yeah that'll be awesome i I just would love it (laughs) all right i know okay so we're going to share my screen because you like i definitely want to remember carl's information of how to get in touch with him if you want to go to his website it is https colon forward slash forward slash podcast solutions made simple.com on Facebook. You can find him at carl.richards.148 on LinkedIn. He's at carl dash Richards dash podcast dash solutions dash made dash simple, <laughs> which doesn't sound very simple. I no. know. So, so just look for Carl Richards and then you'll see a bunch of Carl Richards and find that one that says podcast solutions made simple or his face because you can see it now. All right. And then um, Instagram is podcast solutions made simple. And Twitter is Carl Richards 72. I'm going to turn it over to Carl to talk to you about his call to action of what you can find on that website and um, any other incentives that he would have for you to want to learn more. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Vicki. There are a lot of great tools there. I mean, one of the things we do go in a little more depth with, we we talked about it. We talked about the five myths today. So there are some great videos there to help you on your journey. There are also some great resources there. The, the link to our podcast is there. Uh, Vicki, you should come on my podcast. I know, we'll talk about I that off, off mic. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that, but it would, I'd love to have you on my show. But there's also an opportunity for you if you're you know listening to this and you're going, is this podcasting thing? Is this really for me? Is Are Vicki and Carl just out to lunch, not just planning a lunch date? What What's up with that? Uh, then schedule some time. Let's have a conversation. I, I'm, I'm all about really wanting to help people navigate through this, this territory and help them figure out if... If this is a space for you, if you really want to level up your credibility and your brand and your business. So book a 15 minute podcast strategy session. I'm not strict to 15 minutes. If we go 17 minutes or 20, if we're having a great conversation, I'm okay with that. Uh, But definitely take an opportunity to do that. It's at no charge to you to do that. So take the opportunity to reach out and let's have a conversation and find out where you see yourself fitting into this space. Awesome. So it's been such a pleasure. I could talk to you all day, Carl. That's uh, just uh, you're, what you're preaching, I believe in. And uh, and I know when I first got into podcasting, people were like, well, how can you make money in that? And it's like, well, that first wasn't my reason for doing it. <laughs> but, you know, if that money comes along, that's awesome. Great. And again, PodMatch helps with that a little bit. But um, it, it's just meeting great people like you that can mm-hmm. help other people out there that maybe don't even realize what they're missing by not having a podcast. And so thanks for your great advice and tips. Vicki, thank you so much for having me. And I'm serious. You're coming on my show, but it's been a pleasure being on yours. Thank you. (laughs) I would not pass up this fun time to have some more time with you for sure. All right. So as I remind everyone that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling 
signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.